0: Welcome to the pot has been cast special summer interlude edition oh, <laughs> we are stepping away from the world of the void <laughs> to enter the realm of divination, divination. Oh, divination. <laughs> a tarot driven tabletop role-playing game exploring the esoteric arts who's playing with me today
1: hey there i'm jules i use they them pronouns and i'll be playing the emperor
2: Hi, Uh, (laughs) I'm Flo. I'm. My name is James. Uh, I've been here a couple of times. Uh, Welcome back, if you know me. Um, I will be playing the magician. (laughs) I use they he pronouns.
3: Hello, my name is Alina. Um, I use they or my name pronouns, and I will be playing the fool.
4: Hi everyone, I'm Nyx, and you don't know me yet, but you're going to get to know me. I am uh, she, her, and I am playing the Hierophant.
0: And my name is Bianca, I will be your diviner this evening, and I use they, them pronouns. here there we go. go I have to say this is so fun I love being on this side of the table um How's thank you feel? Jules for um I kept the seat next and warm it's for you. so <laughs> warm <laughs> over here <laughs> and comfortable and worn in um I feel like I'm wearing um, um mommy shoes you know what I'm gonna commit <laughs> one to the one. line that I was gonna say <laughs> yes. okay and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm gonna and do I'm it. That i respect Thank you. I'm in a um, size 11 and a half.
4: <laughs> and they fit
0: like a glove.
4: What have I walked into? <laughs> Something very bad.
0: Something very bad. You should turn back, please. You should. You should. Just kidding. It's too late. We've got you locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, as I said earlier, we are stepping away from D&D 5E and our void to um, play a game called Divination, which I'm really excited about. We played this, um, oh gosh, a couple years ago now um, with Matthew Munez, who designed a lot of the beautiful sound for our Void run in the Potterspin cast, um, who co-created Divination with Nix, who's here playing with us today. Um, A little bit about the game. Divination is a tarot-driven game about the voices inside a person's head. More accurately, in Divination, four players share control of a single hero, with each player embodying a specific archetype of that hero's psyche and persona. Players all roleplay as the same character, trading off control over the hero's actions and choices. But they also roleplay as unique and richly developed aspects of this hero, playing out internal conversations, battles, and compromises as each strives to accomplish and protect what they stand for. And what does all that have to do with tarot? Everything. (laughs) The act of revealing, examining, and interacting with one's internal self is central to the practice of tarot, and role-playing a person's inner landscape brings this act to vivid life. Divination is the tarot-driven RPG because gameplay uses tarot cards in place of dice, yes, but also because every single element of the game, from the world in which it exists to the very characters themselves— are defined by and represented in the terms and imagery of the tarot. <laughs> um, I'm so jazzed! Um, so today we're going to dive into one of my favorite parts about Divination, which is character creation. This is a very collaborative game. Um, and so we will build our aspects and our hero together. Are you ready? So, so ready. ready. Let's do it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Um, To get us started, I want to first address um, some safety and consent concerns. Mm. Um, We have discussed this beforehand, so all of the players at the table virtual know about the X card. So if at any moment we come across something that you're like, hey, I cannot deal with that today, um, just drop an X in the chat um, and we will switch a Rooney. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm here to take care of you and we're here to Mm. take care of each other. Um, We also beforehand discussed some lines and veils. Um, A line is something that is not going to be brought to the table at all. And a veil is something that can be referenced or um, applicable in a backstory, but not something that will play out together. Um, So I'll read those now so that we're all on the same page and so that the listeners at home can know sort of the topics that we're avoiding um, and the topics that we um, are not. Hell yeah. So our lines today sexual assault in all its forms, harm to pets, school shootings, extreme gore, child death or child abuse, body horror, 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 trypophobia content. I got a little transatlantic there. (laughs) Uh, Tripophobia content, particularly in regards to body horror and eyeball trauma. And then our veils today, pregnancy, childbirth, queer phobia, racism, domestic violence, graphic gore, abortion, being gaslit while in character, kink-shaming, and the type of moments where you're in class and you make a fool of yourself on accident and everyone is trying not to look at you while laughing. Damn. (laughs) We won't be doing (laughs) doing it. (laughs) Um, Okay. One more small order of business. Before we begin character creation in earnest, I'd like to briefly introduce a couple of mechanics and terms that will come up during character creation. That way, when I begin to present you with options, you'll have an idea about why you might make one choice over another. So the hero sheet, which you can see here, tracks our 12 hero skills, three under each suit. Some of these will be marked as trained, which gives a little stat boost when we're using that skill in our tests. The hero's training applies to all four of you equally. Each of you will also have an aspect sheet that applies only to you and tracks your suit stats. If you have a plus or a minus in any given suit, that applies to all the skills under that suit, but only for you when you're the one in control of the hero. Psyche, which I will ask you all to track yourselves, um, just so I don't have so many props running around, (laughs) is what you spend to use your aspect powers. So everyone starts with a max of five, and you can't have more than that at a time unless your max gets raised or you receive a bonus psyche, which can take you over your max. Don't worry too much about the details yet. We'll explain things as we come up, as they come up. Um, But if you're presented with a choice during character creation, you can remember that a suit stat only benefits you as an individual aspect. A trained skill benefits all four of you equally. And psyche (laughs) is what you spend to use your powers. Any questions?
1: sounds fine the silence is <laughs>
0: thank you this is so fun i feel like a little teacher okay um about our story as we jump into character creation and we're thinking about the world in which we're building i want to talk about when and where our story takes place so divination broadly is set in the modern time in a world that looks very much like this one the hero we create together will be living their life navigating their world of jobs, relationships, Barbieheimer, connections, <laughs> interests, and passions. <laughs> that is a topical joke that will not be relevant when this episode comes out. But it's funny to me. It's, no, it's always, it always. going to be <laughs> relevant. Yes. <laughs> During the test of time, I'm sure. I agree. You can comment that on social media if you want to. Um, the story we play out today is going to reveal a world within and behind That world, a world of vivid colors and deep shadows and strange folk. The saturation is turned up on the reality of this world behind our world. The forces of that other world enter our own selectively, rarely, by peculiar and unique roads capital R, adding chaos to the rhythm of an apparently orderly world by granting power to those who walk them. Perhaps the hero we create today will walk such a road. Or perhaps they'll just cross paths with one. In either case, they will no longer be unaware of the world of heightened colors beyond our own. In this world, the images of the tarot are more than allegory. They're portraits. Entities you see on the cards walk the earth and may appear in our story. Your hero will be touched in some way by this world. And once they are, they will be changed forever. Mm. Hmm. Um just a little promo the tarot deck that we'll be using today is called After Tarot modeled after the Rider-Waite Smith. Um but it plays with time a little bit which I think is really fun. Um and it's uh my favorite so that's what we're using. Oh, yeah. Uh Let's begin. <laughs> <laughs> Let us go. Um um edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Don't do it. Don't do it. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> um
0: Great. We'll walk through a series of storytelling prompts and tarot cards will help you discover who you are individually as an aspect and who you are jointly as a hero. Some decisions you make will be unique to your aspect, but in other cases, you'll be telling stories about the hero that you all share. In all cases, I invite you to give each other permission to be right on the first try, including yourself. Present your stories as truth and allow your fellow aspects to contribute their own truths to flesh those stories out. While, of course, respecting all the boundaries that we established with our safety tools. Character creation is just as much a part of our story as anything else in divination. And we're not going to rush it, which is why this episode sort of stands alone on its own. Um, in a campaign at home, this would be a session zero lasting a couple hours. We will not be here for a couple hours. We'll probably be here for, I
4: don't know, an hour and a half. Here for time. Um, I mean, <laughs> we'll be here for a couple of hours. You just won't hear it all at home. You just it's won't true. know about it. No <laughs> you won't know about all the, all the
1: first Everything. recordings we tried to do of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> not what we're talking about. This is the
0: first time that we tried, and it went perfect the first time. <laughs> and <laughs> it was perfect and flawless, and nobody's ever made a mistake. Just like all of us. Like all of us. Um, so today we'll get through character creation, when then in the further episodes, we will drop our hero into their story. How character creation works is we build our hero and our individual aspects through four throning steps, covering key moments of the hero's development. Your hero may be any adult age once our story begins, and we'll make that decision together in the final step. But the first three steps will focus on moments from their formative first 20 years or so. Hmm. Cool, Capiche. Capiche, cool.
1: Capiche and cool. Gotcha.
0: Capiche and cool. Gorge. This is fun. I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you are. <laughs>
0: It's, and I am. No, no, it's an illusion. And we created no, nice. create a, hey, a, a very delicate illusion for Jules. you. I imagine this is what it would feel like.
3: Uh, part one,
0: uh, early life. Okay, so our first step is going to focus on the hero's earliest life. We're also going to be talking about our aspects. So I just want to give you a moment to make sure that your aspect sheet is nearby in a place that is easily accessible for you. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, before each of you understood who or what you were. You were aware of yourself as an idea, a drive, a feeling, a sound, a sensation. This is your essential nature. You are little more than a goal. You can now enter five for your maximum psyche at the top of the front page. Then we'll have each person introduce your aspect by reading the descriptive paragraph and the list of their agendas to the group. To make things easy, um, we'll go in introduction order. Oh, no. So, Emperor, fuck, Magician, fuck. Fool, Hierophant. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Whenever you're ready. I
1: am the Emperor. I am the hero's power. I am the teeth and nails and bones that keep the hero safe. And I'm able to defend those they love from danger. At my best, I am a guardian, a defender, and a protector. You seek to create a safe community to lead and keep safe. At my worst, I'm a nightmare for my foes. I'm destined to rule, but the question is, will I be just, will I be a just defender or a ruthless king? My agendas are to defend my community, to defend the hero directly, to punish or reform my foes, and to leave a legacy after my ideals.
3: Ooh. that's so cool okay J- I am so cool so thank you yeah you kind of are you kind of
2: so that's all that's all great Jules but now we need to know what your character is um, <laughs> oh yeah uh, <laughs> I'm a rabbit <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I don't I, I
1: don't know where all the tarot stuff comes in I'm just playing a rabbit <laughs> great <laughs> Man, the, the iron hand of, of Jules
2: so uh, I I'm, I'm going to be the magician I am the hero's ambitions their creativity, their skills and capabilities, and their ego, mighty enough to tackle the largest problems and achieve the greatest heights. I need to take the long view, helping the hero make choices that will ensure the outcome I desire over time, even if it means sacrifice in the present. My vision is greater than myself. It is a vision for the world. My agendas are to achieve greatness, to change the world, craft a plan and enact it, to cultivate amazing abilities and to act with decisive force at times.
3: Amazing. Thank you. Um, So in the fashion of the fool, um, you are the hero's sense of humor, their curiosity, their capacity for wonderment, and their desire to experience new and exciting things. You take delight in the outside world and the many experiences it offers. You are youth incarnate, an unpredictable spirit, you thrive in many situations, relying on the self-confidence and courage such youthful spirits often possess. My agendas are to learn and grow, to explore the world, to make new friends, to troll the haters, and to laugh mm-hmm. and create joy.
1: Oh. Oh. That's yeah. so nice. So nice. <laughs> troll the haters. So nice. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. And now for something completely different. I'm the Hierophant. Yay you are the hero's desire to serve you gain satisfaction from the knowledge that you are a part of something that creates good for the world and preserves knowledge for future generations your influence causes the hero to think outside themselves and their pain you achieve strength through learning wisdom and by investing your energy in your community and your world my agendas are to serve your institution To consider how you may use your institution to do the most good, to become wise, to use your wisdom to lead your people.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the people. (laughs) Welcome. Um, I'm just really excited. This is really cool and I'm I'm having a great time and it's also nice to listen to you guys talk instead of me. This is um, crazy. Okay, now we're going to throne our first aspect. We will tell a story about the hero's early life and decide which one of you is the throne of swords. Swords is the suit of the intellect and the mind, of clarity, understanding, discernment, and strategy. It's the realm of thought, the knowledge of life and death, the application of sound judgment. Think of a time early in the hero's life while you were still young and fresh learning lessons about the world, I'm going to ask one of you to tell a story from these years of early childhood when the hero encountered something that frightened you terribly. What sort of lessons did the hero learn from encountering that fear? And if you need inspiration, I'm happy to pull a little tarot card for you. Um, But if somebody has an instinct that they wanna follow, please jump on in.
1: Pull a card. Uh,
0: Let's get the Uh, card. card. Oh, this is so fun. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. All right, and for the (gasps) first card pull. Oh,
0: okay. So our first card is the Three of Swords. (gasps) Appropriate for, for throning the sword suite. Nice. So the Three of Swords represents heartbreak pain it's often um, a wound psychological or otherwise a sense of betrayal loss and grief with those buzzwords in mind and also you can keep in mind the imagery of the card um, which is a bandaged heart lost in the rain with three swords stuck in the ground beneath it sort of indicating that while the wounds have passed there's still healing to be done I think I know
4: what this is
0: (gasps) What do you think it so is? So
4: I think this was the loss, the death of our grandma. This was, mm. maybe grandma lived in the same town or maybe the next town over, but close enough that we were able to see her and spend time with her a lot. Maybe even more than our parents. Maybe, uh, you mm-hmm. know, we had parents that worked a lot mm-hmm. and, and so grandma was really this like hugely influential part of our childhood. And I think... um when she passed, we were, you know, maybe four, probably not even quite into school yet, or maybe just starting school. And so, you know, it wasn't the kind of thing where anybody was hiding it from us or trying to, you know, speak in the, the, you know, the way you talk to, to, to a young, young child about death, but it was still very confusing to us. And I think having this presence that was so important to us gone forever in this you know this permanent and final way at such a young age um just put really a strong fear of death into us
1: Hmm. oh maybe we learned like how temporary relationships can be Which can be, you know, maybe a healthy and unhealthy thing to learn sometimes. Mm. is like being careful to form attachments because things end.
0: Um, Fool or magician, what was an activity that we would often do with our grandmother? What is something that we, um, like something that, that brought us together that we may or may not still do today, either in her memory or we avoid it because the memory is too painful? You know what?
2: Okay, um, so the first thing that came to mind was bingo, and um, <laughs> Yay! and I think this gets kind of interesting because, uh, so our, our grandma would take her, uh, it would take us to, you know, bingo nights. Uh, yeah. We'll say uh, every Friday and every Wednesday um, they would have bingo nights, so we had those two nights pretty much every week covered and uh we got we also like you know as a, as a young child we got to know a lot of like our grandma's friends uh mm. and there was like a little bit of a sense of like you know camaraderie uh between us because like you know th- they love seeing like a little four-year-old try and figure out how to play bingo um yeah <laughs> uh mostly we made it just you know uh threw the pieces around but whatever um sure sure <laughs> we had fun and so that's that's what we did and I, I like that because it also kind of like ties into that death of grandma because like when grandma died we also lost all of uh all of them as well yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I think it's not only like maybe it's not necessarily that we uh avoid bingo but we're sort of like cautious about collecting a group of friends all at once uh as well as uh you know the singular friend that introduces us to everyone else
0: yeah Fool, what is something that was left to us by our grandma that we still have today?
3: Um I think like a like a worn, loved children's book that mm, she yeah. read to us all the time. Maybe let's do curious, George, y'all. Like, yes. you know what? Let's, let's
0: do curious George. Let's do curious let's.
3: George. <laughs> oh, and it's got like a little inscription on the inside cover.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then anyone can answer this question, but what was our grandmother's name? Dorothy. Dorothy. Well, Hierophant, you started this story, so you become the throne of swords. I do. I have placed your aspects tarot card here in the sword's position of the hero spread, and then we will write your aspect under the hero sheet. Um, and I'm going to say this now. If I spell something wrong, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw no, anything. Nobody saw anything. Spelling for nerds. Um, as <laughs> spelling is for nerds. As gifts of your throne, Hierophant, um, each of you will have a few decisions to make to shape yourself as an aspect and yourself as a hero in ways related to your suit and its themes. These will vary for each throne, so everyone will contribute to different parts of the hero's development depending on which throne you occupy. So Hierophant, as the throne of swords, you may do the following. You may mark a plus one to your sword suit stat. And then you can choose any one skill on the hero sheet to mark as trained. It doesn't need to be in swords, but it should be something you took from your experience in the story. And then just for the listeners at home, I'm going to read out what those skills are. Um, And then also so that we can all listen in. Um, So under swords, we have perception, machination, discretion. Under wands, we have vitality, force, and leadership. Under cups, we have composure, expression, and connection. And under pentacles, we have crafting, worldliness, and fortune.
4: I think I would like to train worldliness because going along with this idea that we don't, we have trouble maybe connecting more deeply with people and particularly with communities of people, I think one of the ways that we protect ourselves is by just trying to kind of know a little bit about everything so that we Hmm. can be very self-reliant.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. So we are very self-reliant, which is just something to think about as we move forward. Hello. Finally, Finally, Hierophant, I'm going to present you with two additional options for further customizing your aspect and the hero at this point. You may choose either one of these or skip them both and leave things as they are right now so your options are you can mark minus one in any of your other suit stats that aren't swords and in exchange train one more skill relevant to this story on the hero sheet or you can mark minus one each in two of your other suit stats and in exchange add an additional plus one to swords bring it up to a plus two
4: Okay, I think, I think I'm think i going to do the option to take a minus one and train an additional skill. And I think I'm going to wow. go with composure because I was kind of going back and forth between that and worldliness anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing that we just kind of really learned to maybe to a fault, hold our emotions in check in situations where we might otherwise, uh, you know, let something show through. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I really like that. So, we are trained in worldliness and composure. Yes. We lost our grandmother, Dorothy, at Ugh. a very young age. And I'm going to mark my minus one. Sorry.
4: Oh, I'm going to mark my minus one in yeah. uh,
0: cups. Cups. Gorgeous. Great. We're doing so good already. Uh, let's move forward. Part two adolescent years. Mm-hmm. So our second step is going to focus on the hero's adolescent years. But first, the aspects. As you grew, you began to express an identity, informed by what you're finding on the outside. You continue to have experiences and interact with people, and you filtered it all through the lens of your own agendas. On the back side of your aspect sheet are a series of prompts. You'll find one about your nature about your private space, one about your appearance, and one or more questions that are unique to your aspect. Consider your aspect's emerging identities as the hero grows into adolescence and begins to perceive adulthood in the outside world, and begin to fill these out. Don't complete the ones about your sibling relationships yet, though. We will get to that in a minute. All right. We'll do this, um, again, in the same order, just to keep our brains from scrambling. (laughs) Um, So, Emperor, whenever you're ready, um, let's talk about uh, what you've got. Sure.
1: And I'm just going to go straight down this list, just talk about what I picked. Gorge, yes. Cool. Then the uh, first thing the Emperor had to decide was their nature um as i grew and discovered the people of the outside and found much to distrust and admire about them i made myself strong through and i chose force i learned to hit first and hit hardest i learned to ignore pain um my private space unlike my siblings my private space grew citizens quickly as i grew drawn from my impressions of the people i met on the outside my impression of the world, my interests, and my nature define the lives of these citizens. What is your private space like? I had the choice between a walled city, a village, and a divine rulership. I instead mm-hmm. um, made my own, which is something you can do. So specify your own. I um my private space is a massive uh, coliseum. Oh um, yeah okay. with like attendants, um, sort of like <gasps> voraciously watching like endless battles that take place there. Um, uh, bloody fights to the death, in which I have a box seat. Um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I, <Lesh>. ch- <laughs> I choose the appearance of my, thro- my, oh, my throne and crown. Uh, my first memory is the uncomfortable but impressive chair my throne and the heavy crown weighing down my head i was born with the burden of these discomforts they represent my responsibility and power and they may take any form i wish so my throne is actually like a sort of like a garland like a wreath of flames around <gasps> uh, my head and my mm. um throne is a rather simple throne of just twisted bronze metal yes. um and mm-hmm. my appearance—I am a uh, uh, a little boy, <laughs> a little boy yes. in a toga with a lion pelt sort of draped over my shoulders, and a uh, scabbard and a sword sort of at my side, at the ready. Um, but I'm just like a twelve-year-old boy king.
0: Fantastic! <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yay! A twelve-year-old boy king. Boy That's king. like one of the things. That I love most about this game is that every time you play, it's so different yeah. because anyone sitting down with the aspect is going to bring something different every time. I love our boy king, Just our some boy absolute emperor. Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey, <laughs> no. I'm writing that down. Absolute Joffrey, ballet. Thank you. Um, anything else that you want to toss in there or talk about? I think that's it for me. I'm 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 excited. Beautiful, wonderful, magician
2: hi um hi I, okay so i I'll, I'll just just run straight down the list as well so uh starting with my nature uh, as you grew you discovered the society of the outside to find the greatness for which you were destined you cultivated and i chose ability uh you mm. strove to be the best around you at the skills you chose um so that's that's the first one for me um for my private space uh are these the same uh the the same little sections here uh the outside world is Mm -hmm. full of goals and interests
4: no those are all different okay
2: (laughs) i thought so and then i was like should i read it um yeah my character's a lot more confident than i am um (laughs) the outside world is full of goals and interests but that world is solid and yours is not your private space reflects your friendships interests and passions what does yours consist of uh, and mine is basically, uh, the only thing I wrote is Escher library. Cause I've got Ooh. this, uh, I've got this idea that like when he goes into his private space, he starts kind of walking into this non-Euclidean area that like folds in on itself and takes corners yes. that don't make sense. But the entire thing is an infinite, uh, library. Uh, and oh, at yeah. the start of life right now, it's mostly empty. Um, mm. So uh, that's kind of, like, his, his look there. Um, it's it's <laughs> reflecting, like, my friendships because I don't, I don't have very many because, like, the magician doesn't worry about that as much. Um, yeah. Passion for knowledge. Table. Somewhere in your private space is a private, powerful area. It and its contents may appear as anything, but always has some form of sword, wand, cup, and pentacle, symbolizing your mastery of the elements of the world. What is your table? Uh, and my table is pretty much uh i i, I kind of struggle with how to describe it really but um it's you know that feeling <laughs> this <is> really... yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's, go. let's go uh so like when you watch like a like a, pol- a movie about a politician or something and they've got like they're in the makeup chair Uh, And they've got, Mm. like, that, uh, like, paper that's kind of stuck into their collar to, like, you know, make sure that they don't get their makeup on there. And they're, like, walking in and they're sitting in front of, like, the camera with all of the the monitors in front of them. Um, That's kind of the vibe. But it's like you walk into it and it itself is also non-Euclidean within the non-Euclidean space. (laughs) And so there's no, like, entrance. You just kind of continue to walk until you are eventually uh, in front of this camera in the void. And that's kind of that's that's what that looks like
4: it's kind of spooky amazing yeah that's so um, sick.
2: it's wild it's always it's always one minute to, to go <clears throat> yep <laughs> existential ambition uh, in the beginning you wanted something for yourself from the world perhaps even something so huge it's unattainable what is your existential ambition this one is simple to see the earth from space uh, oh <laughs> it it, it said it could be unattainable and like i don't we don't have to go there but like his whole vibe is like he's he wants to see the entire collected uh human race uh at once
4: Mm,
2: Um, i love that so he he just he wants to go to space that's Um, very cool sounds like a real billionaire oh yeah yeah i was gonna say (laughs) yeah as i'm as i'm making him i'm realizing he's probably gonna suck i'm sorry Well, I guess so
1: far, he's in good company. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: yeah we're going to work well together. Uh, appearance. In the outside world, you always look the same. Back in your private space, you look however you want and can change your appearance freely. What do you look like most often? And what I look like most often is a shifting, uh, a shifting face and eyes and body. So... Um, I mean just speaking of billionaires, I was picturing like the the AI generated picture, right? Of like just a person. Mm. And so like <laughs> as you're kind of like watching him, it's also very like similar to Philip K. Dick sort of sort of eye, but the uh like as you're looking at him, like his eyes are constantly changing from blue to red, to green, to black, to orange mm. to red. Um mm. and like his his face never looks the same, his body never looks the same as you're watching him. Um yeah, that's
0: him. Sick. Oh yeah. I love this already. The people we got up in this brain, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they really took that hard. Um, great. Fool?
3: Fool. Okay. Um, cool. My nature. Uh, as you grew, you heard so much laughter in the outside. There were many other kids like you, and everyone was laughing. In response, you became quite, and I chose funny. That laughter was mm. the best sound ever, so you found ways to ignite it. Hmm. Um, and then your private space. The outside world is full of surprises and amazements, but that world is solid and yours is not. Your private space reflects and symbolizes your friendships, interests, and passions. What does yours consist of? Um, so I made mine kind of like a bit of like a void space. Um I like imagine that like it's surrounded by like darkness, void type darkness. Um, but it's like multi-level and like there's no ceiling, so you can just see, like, the night sky. Um, and it's very, like, if you know, like, Hal's Moving Castle, like, his bedroom, or, like, uh, the Lost yeah. Library of Avalon type situation. Yeah. There are a ton of, like, yeah. half-done art projects, unfinished hobbies, just, like, splayed and left everywhere. Um, there's really, like, no... Like, you wouldn't walk into the space and be like, oh, I could see what you were doing there. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a... It's a uh, it's a hobbyist conservatory of sorts. And um, mm. it's very, like, part workshop, part observatory, part library. All of the things. Um, and then... My cliff. At the edge of your private space is a dangerous area. It is yours. And is created by your fears and the fears of the world. It may appear as anything, but might be something like a mountainous cliff's edge. Despite the danger of this place, you take pleasure spending time there. What is your cliff? Um, so I imagine, like on the like bottom floor of this space, um, the entire edge is a waterfall, um, mm. and there's water just like going off into the darkness. So like the walls are all like void darkness. So the idea like they've like thrown things over the side, but like never heard anything hit the bottom. You know what I mean? Well, There's well, no yeah. telling what they are jumping into if mm-hmm. and when they jump. Um and they often like to sit on the edge and dream about what lies in the void, and that alone can like conjure Uh, like visions to like dance around in the darkness, kind of like it's playing on a screen.
5: Fuck yeah. Sick.
3: Yeah. Okay, wait, there's more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My companion, at some point, your innocence and loyalty manifested as a companion who lives here with you in the mind, a symbol of your desire to engage with the world. What is the name and nature of your companion? Um, So weirdly, it was going to be a naked mole rat. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> then I just said this thing about Curious George and, um, it's definitely a monkey. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah just, yeah. A, just a little, a little, a little guy, just like a baby chimp, um, named Asmodeus. Um, oh. and, and, uh, Asmodeus is, and I literally know this Curious, obviously. Um, and just like very silly and cuddly, like, does not withhold affection and um, is known for getting themselves into spots where they have to ask for help to get out of them. Mm. Mm.
4: Asmodeus, fool's monkey, is one of the weirder things I've written down in an RPG. And that's saying something. (laughs) 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 And it's only going to get weirder from here. Well, good. (laughs) Um, And then appearance.
3: My appearance. In the outside world, uh, you always look the same. In the realm of the mind, you uh, you look however you want and can change your appearance freely. How do you appear uh, to your fellow aspects most often? Most often, um, I appear as like this... Uh, you Like someone you look at and you're like, I have literally no idea what gender you are. I have no... Ooh. I have no idea from whence <laughs> you came and from for where you were going, you know? And um, green... Dark hair, pixie cut, just, like, all over everywhere. Kind of looks like a Lost Boy uh,
5: oh,
3: yeah. um, in vibe. Like a black pleated skirt and uh, a black vest with, like, gold embroidery.
2: You're literally it's describing like my goals, so I love it. Sounds like Earl James. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, we,
3: we have similar hopes and dreams, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yep, that's me.
0: Yep, that's me, yep. Gorge. And then our throne of swords, Hierophant. Tell me what you got going on over All there. All right,
4: so for my nature, as you emerged from your private space, you discovered the people of the outside and considered how you would best serve them. And this is one where I also had a uh, several to choose from or I could write in my own, which is what I did. Uh, So I'm going to serve them through curiosity. You strive to approach Mm -hmm. everything and everyone through the eyes of a scientist or a researcher learning without judgment. Then I'm going to skip ahead. I'll come back and do my private space and uh, my other stuff uh, after I do my institutional ideal because that kind of sets the stage for some of these other things. Mm -hmm. So for institutional ideal, as you grew, your path led you to an ideal that you knew was right for you. Part of your life is finding or serving an institution that shares that ideal. And again, this gives me several to choose from or uh, my own. And um, so for my institutional ideal, I am saying uh, communication and and language mm-hmm. specifically. Um, so sort of the importance of the nuance of language and different languages and Um, just the power of words and language and communication I think is the ideal that I've chosen to serve and communicate. Delicious. Your private space. The outside is full of people to serve and knowledge to find, but your private space reflects your ideals, passions, and the world you know. What does it consist of? Now, I promise I wrote this down before anybody else said their things. An ever changing labyrinth of bookshelves like a moving library. Each book is a different language or a form of communication.
1: You got some real nerds in this brain. Yeah. I was just about to say,
0: it's so, I love the way that games always sort of shake out this way, where you bring a group of people together and the energy is so cohesive. Yeah. It's so juicy. I totally. love it. And I also think it's interesting that the. Um, magician's library is relatively empty whereas the hierophant's library is very very full yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I,
4: think I think there are books too. I mean because it's this labyrinth I think there are books and even entire sections of mine that I just haven't even uncovered or seen yet yeah
2: perhaps that's, they're even connected cool. Ooh. No, no. <gasps> Ooh. oh we might find like a little door Yeah, <laughs> might walk into yours and go hang on this isn't right yeah. <laughs> where'd
4: my books go Moving on to your symbol, at some point, you began Mm. to see an image over and over and knew that it was a message from the world or from the divine, a calling to serve. What was your symbol? A golden key. And I think I saw it everywhere in, you know, in my library, um, even within my own appearance, which I'll uh, touch on in a second here. But this image of this golden key um, was the thing that solidified for me that really unlocking the power of language and the ability to communicate with other people is what the world needs. So I took that as my sign to make that my calling. And finally, your appearance. In the outside world, you always look the same. In the realm of the mind, you look however you want and can change your appearance freely. How do you appear to your fellow aspects most often? As a cloud of fireflies. That is always mm. shifting, and I shift into different shapes. Sometimes the cloud of fireflies comes together to be somewhat humanoid. Other times it makes uh, shapes or spells, spells things out. But when you look at the fireflies closely, you see that they're actually each a tiny little glowing quill. And these quills oh. also write words or phrases in the air as they move, and those words or phrases will dissipate into glowing dust as they fade.
3: Oh my god!
4: That is that is sick so as cool.
0: Fuck. Am I allowed to curse on this podcast? That it's is so, so cool. You get two. Know, he, you were on. It for <laughs> three
4: years. Are you allowed to curse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've just r- earned our E rating for today.
3: <laughs> Yay!
0: I love that. I think that this is such a fascinating group. Just as somebody on the outside who's sort of like listening to all this, that we have these very youthful characters that are very, very strange in this person who, like, is still shaping up. I just think that's so cool. It's so good. I love telling stories. <laughs> and you guys are so good at it. Um, I'm sorry. Did, did I cut you off? Did you have anything else it? to share with us, Hierophant? Beautiful. Wonderful. Now, back to our hero. Now that we know a little bit more about each other, let's talk about the person who we compose. It is our second throning prompt, Wands, a new strength. We'll tell a story again about the hero's formative years this time and decide which one of you is the throne of wands. Wands is the suit of energy and how we direct it, of action, charisma, willpower, and survivability. It's inner strength, goal setting and attainment, the ability to make space for others, and the spirit to survive and persevere. Think of a time in the hero's childhood or early teen years when you discovered you had a natural aptitude, a special gift, or a particular ability. And I want to be clear that this isn't like an esoteric or like magical ability. Like we didn't discover we could control the wind, Um, but (laughs) something that would get us placed in like maybe like a gift or talented program or like our parents like put us in, I don't know, some sort of like after school thing. What was the nature of this strength? How did you discover it? What do you use it for, and what has it taught you? And I'll draw another card to sort of like provide a prompt. Yes. Yes. Um, and then we will draw a card. Draw Draw a a card.
2: card. It's so hard to do over Zoom. (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: I know. We're trying to do it in unison. I hope that it turns out that way. (laughs) We're all like
3: (laughs) waiting in between words. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Draw a card. Card.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um. This tarot is real. So I've drawn a wands card. It's the 10 of wands. I'm going to show it um, to my friends here on the Zoom call.
1: Oh, Oh, buddy. uh, Wow. A man holding a very large...
4: I am loving this Um, after tarot, by the way. This is so cool. (laughs) Thank Thank you.
0: I think it's so cool um, to play with like time in in a way that is um, very... Uh, flexible, and understanding that um, nothing about tarot is static. Everything is always changing, especially us. Mm. Um, but the ten of wands represents difficulty, burnout, overburned emotionally or physically, a heaviness, this 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 poor man, as you all saw, um has sat on a log with all of his wands sort of scattered around. He's dropped them, he's exhausted, he's overwhelmed. So with that in mind, what is our special gift? Mm. Um anyone <laughs> Um anyone who is not our throne of swords may begin this story. I have a vibe if if someone <gasps>
2: wants to if if that's cool. Um let's do it. So uh applying that sort of like exhaustion with all the stuff in front of you that you got to do uh along with the like you know uh, the the thing you just said, um, my uh, my, my <laughs> yeah. thought is that like the skill that he kind of like learned was, sort of like, getting people to help him. Mm. I don't know if that yeah. if that if that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Like with the card and stuff, because like. Yeah, it's it's a real skill to be able to uh, ask for help. And I want to kind of frame it like that in a less negative way. Like the the, the ability to be like, you know, I know my limits and I want to be able to get people to help me and also have them feel good for helping me as well. So like networking. He learned networking when he was a child.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He ran a very successful MLM scheme on the program. (laughs) (laughs) But... Stop. But I do think that, that that makes a lot of sense, particularly with the things that Nick's established in the sword suite, this composure and this worldliness. I think that definitely sort of ties in with, with this this skill of, of networking, but of, but also of, of, of knowing your limits is a real skill mm-hmm. that I would love to learn. So if anyone has any tips, you can email me. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so getting people to help him. Um, does anyone know... Like, the first time... I want to say the first time that we intentionally employed this skill. The first time that we were like, I'm going to test this out. What sort of situation were we in? How old are we talking right now? Um, Like, like childhood, early teens. Like, probably no older than 13, 14. Okay.
4: That feels like the time when you're just starting to get real homework assignments and projects that take mm-hmm. some real time and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. I think... You know, up to this point, I had I had trained worldliness earlier and I said that, you know, we developed this real sense of like self-sufficiency. And I think maybe this was the first time that that kind of um, let us down, that we just realized that uh, we mm-hmm. hadn't managed it very well. And mm-hmm. we maybe were carrying a bunch of books home from the library after school uh, for a, a paper or something that we had... Um, I don't know that we procrastinated it, but maybe we just it was it was the one thing too many on our plate and we sort of forgot Mm. about it or neglected it or whatever. And now we're freaking out about crap. I've got, you know, 10 books that I've just checked out and I've got to take these home and get this assignment done. And and so I think we on the way home with all these books, we sat on a park bench and maybe even like teared up a little bit or, you know, showed Mm. some Mm. vulnerability thinking that no one was around And there was somebody else maybe maybe a classmate that that saw and offered and it could have been something as simple as just offering to carry the books and not really pressing and as we Mm. walked we we talked a little bit about the pressure and that made us realize that we that help didn't always need to look like what we thought it didn't have to be like oh I need to go find somebody and get them to like sit here and work through this project with me it could be as simple as like taking the literal burden of these books and walking with me for a few blocks and talking that that could also be help and that made us Mm -hmm. a little more creative about asking for it and a little bit more willing to ask for it the next time. That That's great. I, I, I think
2: that so. works well, too, because like if we're just opening up and not asking for help, but just talking about the, the project that mm-hmm. we're working on, that also opens it up for them to just buy them by, you know, the the, the this other person self just give suggestions and be like, hey, have you thought about it this way? And for us to go, oh, I hadn't actually thought about it in that way. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Are we still friends with this person, perhaps? Fool, what do you think?
3: Um absolutely.
0: Absolutely. The beginning of a lifelong right, friendship. Right. And
3: why not? Um yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it was a person who um maybe they had only seen in passing in the hallway changing electives from PE to art class or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, like, when they saw them in the park, that was the first time that they'd, like, been able to meet. Otherwise, their paths wouldn't have crossed. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, maybe that, like, solidified Which... their ability to, like, open up, like you guys are talking about. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, Emperor, what is this person's name? The, the hero or the... the... The our friend, okay. no, not our hero. <laughs> it's like, We're not there it's yet. Like a lot we don't of of that well. <laughs> no, no, no,
5: no, no. It's <laughs> um, okay. The it's okay.
1: Name is Roderick. Roderick. Oh my. And
0: what are Roderick's pronouns? What are uh, Roderick's
1: pronouns? Uh,
0: he him. Yeah. yeah. Go with your gut, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roderick what sounds like a is? he him name. Yeah, you know pretty, what I mean? Pretty, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but that's what I said. I said Roderick, but it but it came from the heart, and that yeah. is where we are. And so we have a an NPC now. So I'm going to place this on the table, um, and we will um, learn more about Roderick as we uh, carry forth. I'm pretty
1: sly of you, be when I'm not in the DM chair to still force me to make a good name. Yes, <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I swear that's I didn't awesome. do that on purpose. Funny. I swear <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> <Well played. laughs>
0: that's uh so funny watch out you're never safe um uh i really love that so just to so we um uh, do 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 Uh, I just want to make sure that we covered sort of like all the information that we needed to gather from that story Mm. so um, we talked about the gift of learning how to network Um, we discovered it by um, sort of like circumstance by um, allowing our classmate Roderick to help us when he saw us um, sad on the bench in the park Um, and it's taught us um, you were talking a lot about like, like like relief like the ability to just sort of like that help can come in many different ways and not just the way in which we were taught. Um, does anyone have anything else that they want to say about this particular moment in time?
3: Yeah. Um. I just was thinking about the the word that I wanted to use earlier is like, um, that we like learned how to ask for counsel, kind yeah. of a thing. Mm. Like, what do you think I should do? What do you? Yeah. What would you do in this situation? Like, getting opinion, getting other people's opinions, which I think is like really fun, in the extremes. Um, getting too many people's opinions, not being able to make our own decisions, um, totally. yeah, or not asking at all, and needing other perspectives, you know. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Juicy, yes. Juicy. Juicy. All yes. right, magician. Um, this means that you are our throne of wands.
2: Wow. I'll take it.
0: Um, so I have placed your aspect tarot card here in the wands position on the hero spread, and then I will write your name here on the hero sheet. And I'm going to keep this over here because we're going to talk about some skill stuff. Um, so just like the throne of swords magician, you also have a few choices to shape yourself as aspect and yourself as hero in ways related to your suit and its themes. Some of your choices may be similar to what the Hierophant shows, while others are completely different. So as the throne of wands, you may do the following. Mark plus one to your wands suit stat. And then you can choose any one skill on the hero sheet to mark as trained. It doesn't need to be in wands, but it should be something you took from your experience in this story. And I will read over those skills again for you and for the listeners at home. So our untrained skills are perception, machination, discretion, vitality, force, and leadership, expression, connection, crafting and fortune
2: Uh, i am definitely feeling that this story leans perfectly uh, into expression which is literally effectively convey emotion so as to affect the emotional state of another person or a group and i think i love it do i need to even explain why
0: Dare I even go further? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who, who's with us now? <laughs> Who was that? Who entered oh, the chat? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my house is so haunted. Um, okay. So <laughs> well, I never. Where's my oh. fan? Well, I never. Like it keeps happening. <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, so we have now become trained in expression. Uh, Just like with swords, I'm going to present you with two additional options for further customizing your aspect and the hero at this point. Um, You can choose either one of these or skip them both and leave things as they are right now. So your options are you can mark a minus one in one of your other suit stats that's not wands and in exchange, all aspects begin with six maximum psyche instead of five. So a little sacrifice for you for the greater good. Or, you can mark minus one each in two of your other suit stats that aren't wands, and in exchange, add an additional plus one to wands, bringing it up to plus two.
2: Wow. Okay, that is yeah. not what I was expecting. Um, I know. <sighs> That's why I love
0: this game. It keeps you on your toes.
2: So, okay, the, the first one was take a minus one in something else, and then everyone else gets plus five. Um, yes. Uh, to okay, uh, to their. And I heat. believe.
0: Plus that one, includes I mean. you as well yeah great okay so you'd all you'd all get the bonus
2: i'm actually gonna go ahead and do that one um just nice because you know i like all of y'all that's it Aww. Aww. The
0: only reason.
4: Aww. thank you so much
0: Dream thank city. you um, so um all aspects you may um mark your max psyche to six yes
2: and i think that i am actually going to take a minus 1 in i think pentacles nice yeah i think that makes sense yeah
0: it does opposite you yeah for sure lovely wonderful choice hooray let's keep going oh, oh. um part 3 now we're going to talk about connections We're focusing on the hero's most important relationships and the way those relationships shape and affect you. In the outside world, there are so many people, places, and things. The more you see, the bigger and more interesting your private spaces, appearances, and agendas become. You also spend time with each other now and have learned the trick of sharing and trading off control of the hero. As you do, a new space grows, your shared space, a space for you to convene and from which you govern the hero together as a group. Now we're going to work together to like describe our shared space. It can appear in any way that you all like so long as it contains the followings, a room, a space or anything to really represent the shared space itself we need an emblem of control to indicate amongst the aspects who is in control of the hero of viewing, which is how information of the outside world is taken in and interpreted by the aspects and then gateways leading to each of the private spaces of the other aspects. So I'll let you decide like what your own gateway looks like, but the rest is fairly collaborative. And like we said at the beginning, like you, your first instinct is right and we're building this space together
2: can you say again what the gateways part was i missed that i'm sorry
0: yeah of course um gateways that lead to each of your private spaces Ah. so you each have like a doorway that like gets you or a gateway i'll say because it doesn't necessarily have to be a door
1: i'm kind of picturing and maybe not so much with the emperor but with the other three of you there's sort of like a slightly academic nature to your spaces with like the libraries and the unfinished art projects and stuff Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of picturing like Almost like a not a classroom, but like a lecture hall sort mm-hmm. of look. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm picturing a specific one that I went to in college, but like <laughs> kind of like that angled <laughs> like down name. classroom yeah. that leads to like a podium with like a lectern on it mm-hmm. and like a projection uh, slide. Thingy yeah. there, like a thingy yeah chalkboard or something like that that's kind of what i pictured initially i don't know if that's right but that's just what popped in my head
4: i mean i no, was thinking that... that for the emblem of control or the viewing one or the other was like a book on a lectern because again we also yeah. had like a lot of books and, and things like that so mm-hmm. i think totally. yeah i think we're on the same page here i don't know if you uh if anybody has thoughts about if the the book is that like stepping up to the lectern is how we change control or if the book like flipping through the pages of the book is where we see I kind of you you said the thing about the like a screen or something and so maybe this the projection screen is the viewing where we see the outside and being on the lectern is the seat of control
1: yeah I totally see that like a dark like kind of classroom with like a flickering flickering overhead projector yes that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. shows what the the world looks like and like yeah we, we grab the lectern to i i think that's kind of dope. awesome
2: um, i i really love that i like the idea that the projector like it's it's one of those like small like nineteen like sixties or 70s projectors <laughs> uh that like just went from like you know the clear plastic sheets uh over to <laughs> the newer version uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh but it doesn't work like quite that way it actually is <laughs> i i feel like it's that but it's like the full wall um in the lecture hall mm-hmm. so it's not just like the small projector uh mm-hmm. area it's the entire thing uh and i i like the idea of the book sort of like standing in front of the book and like you know putting hands on it is kind of like how we take control um yeah and like the face just like turns white or whatever
1: <laughs> that's cool we are, face turns white <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, like like, like our face is honestly, maybe our face is like a projection of the projection, like as it's happening or something Whoa. like that. Oh my uh, god.
1: Yeah. Or like like a early two thousands theater piece where we're just like being projected upon.
5: Yes, <laughs> yes. stop. That is yes. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's so
1: that funny, was... Jules.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs>
2: You unlocked memories for all of us at the same time.
0: <laughs> we all went Really through. all just shot back. Yeah. <laughs> I love this idea because I think it's really interesting that everything is really academic, but the shape of a lecture hall is very similar to a coliseum. That's what, yeah, yeah. It, it is. is. Yeah, so it's a really mm-hmm. familiar yeah. sort of setting, which I think is really juicy. Okay, so we've got our shared space, which is this lecture hall. We have our emblem of control, which is the book on the lectern, putting your hand on as if you're swearing in or uh, performing the lecture itself. And then we have this like old school projector that takes up the entire wall with the viewing of what's going on outside. Um, I'd love to hear a little more about your gateways also. Um, If somebody is feeling very strongly about their idea, I'd love to hear it. Um, but if not, I'll um play professor and call upon you.
3: Yes. Yeah. He- Hello. Um I Hello. <laughs> I I'm picturing like the lecture hall. I've been in lecture halls um that had like sure. basic <laughs> I've been there. Um that had uh like four <laughs> doors basically. Like mm. um mm. you know, like two at the top at the like the the highest uh you know, slope yeah. or whatever, and then like two at the bottom. That are usually sure. like, you know like fire exits or something um yeah but uh but I I just I very much want like just a a groovy um looking like beaded curtain where a door should be (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then where in the lecture hall uh on the bottom or on the top is the fool's gateway
3: um I think it's on the top because I want them to be able to like make a really dramatic exit if they need to.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like huffing and
3: puffing up those stairs.
0: And then the click clack of those beads. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Who else? I think I have like a
1: comically large for how small I am like iron door just like really like big like circular like brass knockers (laughs) just like this huge iron door (laughs) and it's got like carvings in it of like lions like uh, tackling people and like consuming them and spears and yeah
0: and the closer you get the like the sound of the crowd in the coliseum is loud
1: totally totally
0: yeah is there like a little? I'm imagining like it's like this really huge door. Yeah. You can say no to this. You can always say no to me. You can't say no to each other, but you can say no to me. I'm imagining like this really huge ornate door, and then like a little door cut into the door that you actually use to move and <laughs> <him> out. <laughs> you can't lift it. Yeah, 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 That's too, too funny heavy. Too heavy. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's too heavy. You're an emperor. You shouldn't be doing all that That's work. So true. <laughs> <laughs> And then, Emperor, um, are you on the top or the bottom of the lecture hall? I think I'm top. I'm actually, I think I'm top center and in the, in the fool's door is just next to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's
3: very funny. Top center.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I love that. I
4: love contrast.
0: Magician, hierophant, what are you thinking?
4: So I think since the nature of my private space is that it's these ever-shifting and moving corridors of this labyrinth. I think my opening into the shared space is in a different place every time, and you all never know quite where it's going to be. Sometimes it is some of the existing doors or windows that are there, and like, you know, that thing that you swore yesterday was a broom closet is now the doorway to my private space. Sometimes my (laughs) little cloud of fireflies just like flits out through one of the vents or something. And from yes. my perspective, awesome. it's, you know, the the shifting uh, nature of my space is always just sort of like aligning with one of these openings. But I don't think that any of you all know exactly what goes on in my private space. So you don't really understand how that works, that every time I'm coming and going from somewhere different.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I love that. Just like appearing and being like, Hee-hee. hello. <laughs> yes. I'm here now. <laughs> and like it's never weird to like appear in a different place. It's just yeah. natural for you. This is how yep. you got here.
2: That's awesome. Um I okay. I I've got this idea that um so it's leading into this this like library. Uh but you know you know those like uh in political dramas, those like uh double doors that you can like push on and they'll kind of like open yeah. and then close. They're like the metal doors that have the the bar in the center. Um, I'm feeling like it's like it's one a set of those double doors uh, that are um, sort of on the floor, like uh, opening into the ground. Um, <gasps> cool. Just because like of the M.C. Escher esque sort of situation with the like, you know, every, nothing like works right in there. Uh, and there's also. Now, nah, I don't like that. Never mind. It's fine. Um, no, I do. <laughs>
0: Now, i'm gonna say it out
2: loud and see if it's good um yeah, yeah. there's uh in front of that door like the way i'm, I'm picturing it is that they uh, they open inwards into the ground so that it, whenever mm-hmm. i enter them i sort of like walk over to it and just kind of like face plant into them uh, so <laughs> that they burst open so i'm always doing that sort of like burst open entrance uh, into my space uh, but then whenever i'm exiting my space they're flipped so that I can also burst out uh, and come straight flat up, uh, standing upwards.
4: Yes.
0: Absolutely. Um, I love
4: it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's what I
2: got. I'm
4: picturing you is... like flying up onto your feet like like David Bowie in Labyrinth. Like,
0: Yes. <laughs> like David <yeah, laughs>
2: Bowie in Labyrinth. Just like that. <laughs> just as second. <sexy> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gorgeous. Okay, so we've got our shared space. It's this lecture hall. There's a lectern at the front with a book, which is the emblem of control. Um, We have a viewing projector that takes up the whole wall that lets us see what's happening on the outside. And then these um, three very distinct um, like entrances and exits and then the effervescent mystery of wherever the hierophant (laughs) is going to appear from next, which I love. I think that's so gorgeous. Okay, is there anything else that we want to talk about like adding into our shared space? And I will say that if at any point in the game if there's something that you want to be like I think this is in our shared space then like, you know, throw it out. So like this is not like the end all be all. We're putting the the, we're putting it down in stone. I don't know. It's not permanent. So if you have something you want to add later you can. This is not a speak now or forever hold your peace mom. I think there are like I think there are
1: students there. And I think they like, don't say anything like oh. they're like almost like apparitions a little bit. Do
4: they look like, but, like people that we know?
1: Um, They could. Yeah, they could like look like people, they you know, or they could just like look like people that like kind of belong to like confusingly different time periods and places yeah. that are just like in the hall, like taking notes and just like yes. watching. That's um, what I was going like, to say. Yeah, they don't interject or like say anything. They're just like always kind of there.
4: Perfect.
3: I love that. It gives the vibe of like like a like the, like a, a haze of a memory that just like yeah. plays on repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like completely maybe unaware of us kind of a thing. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
2: I do. The magician definitely has a favorite seat in the shared space, and sometimes there's definitely someone already in it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Does the magician sit on them, or does he take the L? Uh,
2: I feel like the magician sits down next to them uh, and Mm. then waits for them to disapparate.
0: Ah, gorgeous
2: I love, I love it. so the,
4: the problem I with living so in juicy. chicago is when you said or does he take the l i was like why would he take the train or does he just give up and hop on the pink line you know what i mean get out of here
0: i picked the pink line because it's my favorite um great wonderful now it's time for the third throning prompt through which, again, we'll tell a story about the hero's most important connections and decide which one of you is the throne of cups. Cups is the suit of our desire for community with others, of nurturing, connection, harmony, and empathy. It's love, desire, nostalgia, sensitivity, self-control, and feeling. Think about the hero's life as you begin to become aware of yourself, and the world. You find yourself in a web of people who are connected to you. Friends, families, and adversaries. Can we tell a story about a significant person in the hero's life? Someone who had a real impact and is likely still in your life to this day. This could be a friend, a family member, a teacher, anything. How did that person end up in your life and why did they become so important to you? Um, And once again I will draw a card to decide. Okay, I love tarot. Um, so, what we have here, I just think magic is real, um, is we have the Three of Pentacles. So, I'm going to take a moment to show it to you all. Um, so, the Three of Pentacles is, I'm going to pull up my little cheat sheet here so that I give you the right information, um, is about teamwork. And collaboration and focused effort. It's also about knowing what you can bring to the table in a collaboration, knowing your own strengths and your own weaknesses to know how to best serve a project. Um, Detail-oriented, like this um, this statue would not have happened alone. You know, Mm -hmm. it requires like a lot of different (laughs) artists to come together to make this monument and um, piece of beauty. So with that in mind, with this Three of Cups, who is someone that had a real impact um, and is likely still involved in our life to this day? Um, and anyone can start, except for the Hierophant and the Magician.
3: I I mm-hmm. have an idea. Um, the first thing that came to mind is our uh, speech and debate coach from high school. Shut up! speech kid. Are we
1: making a speech kid? Well, we've already got the proficiency in language. You know, <laughs> Bring a little suit.
3: Well, this is the uh-huh. connection they just wanted. Friends, you know the no. hierophant is
4: into <gasps> debate. Oh yes, absolutely. Maybe
3: like Roderick convinced them to join. Um, they were like, come yeah. on, we need one more t- t- guy for, you know, the thing. Don't
0: make me say the actual events. I know, no, I, you're, go- you're going to have to. I am
3: exposing you. I am taking from your life specifically.
0: Oh, no, being well, a speech kid. Oh, no. I was a speech kid. Well, the, well, not to get on my high horse, but there is a difference between speech and debate. So there is. That, that, I, I will ride that, that high horse that.
4: right along beside you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea.
0: One is more about performance, yeah. and one is more about debate. Yeah. So, so actually, I, I let's make that, is that is distinction.
1: Like... Were they on speech or debate? Because that's very yeah. important.
0: Fool. What do you? Do think? I?
3: Okay. Um...
0: <laughs> I mean, if anyone else has a strong inclination, like an impulse to jump in, please feel free. Again, but if not, sound you...
1: more like a debate kid than a speech yeah.
0: kid. A debate kid. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yep.
3: And they're less
0: my area of expertise, thank goodness. Um, so, you're on your own. Just kidding. Um, uh, like an extemporaneous <laughs> speaking. Like impromptu debate. Like things like that, right. I imagine. Right. We're going to get some emails. Actually, You don't think? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I would love some emails. If you could just drop a comment in the YouTube below and just let us know. Just add Dweeb to your signature line. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, so our debate coach. Yeah. Um, what is their name? Doctor? Ooh. ooh, Oppenheimer.
3: <laughs> stop, stop. stop, stop. <laughs> If you say it, it has to be. <laughs>
2: nope, 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 nope. Okay, that was my ADHD brain. I'm sorry. Okay,
3: right, right, right. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Doctor Barbie. That's
2: Heimer. what I was Doc-
0: going to
3: say. Doctor Barbenheimer.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, that's pretty good. Actually, I'm like, all right, Doctor Barbie Barbenheimer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm writing it down. Oh no. <laughs> no,
3: wait. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I see. I honestly can't tell if we're joking or not. Is it? Is it Doc Barbenheimer? Welcome to the PHP cast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs>
5: What's going on?
4: I've just, I mean, I wrote boy. down Dr. Barb and then stopped writing, but then I looked at it and went, that's kind of cool. I like Doc that. Bar- can we do Dr. like, Bar- can we do like Doc yeah. Barb? Yeah. Doc, Bar- Doc Barb. Barb. Yeah. I'm
2: so sorry. I did not mean to blurt that. Yeah.
0: But I do, but I'm glad that you did because that's how we got Doc Barb. <laughs> Doc and that's Barb. how things happen here at the PHB cast yeah. is we say things and they become true. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. That seagull was a druid. Yeah. <laughs> um, deep cut. What? Was Doc Barb's impact on us? Obviously she was a very influential figure, but like what was like is there like a specific memory or a piece of advice or like what was the what was the what was the gel? What got and the fool doesn't have to be okay. the one to answer this question. So the rest of you now can um can chime in and add in your little your little details.
1: Is it possible they reminded us of our grandma?
0: Yes, it is. Yeah. Doc Barb. Doc I'm gonna cross out e. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, reminded us of our grandma, definitely. Maybe like a like um, sweet, but a bit of a hard ass. Yeah,
3: I like to. Um, I, I think that Doc Barb like uh, taught us how to be how to make our point without being vicious.
2: Mm. Yeah, the, the the grace of disagreement. Um, Ooh. The, yeah, the, the ability to say, I think that you're wrong. Uh, this is why. I don't know. I've never been in debate before. But I also feel like there's, there's kind of this, this thing that goes along with the, 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 that, that sort of grace of disagreement that um, – I don't know. I'm picturing a moment where she kind of sits us down uh, after like a debate that we failed miserably mm-hmm. because yeah. we got really heated about the disagreement itself. Uh, and she kind of sat us down And like just one-on-one Dr. Barb was like "Doc Barb was like uh, kind of like gestured over To one of the students and said He didn't convince them all But that one hmm. d- uh, d- uh, Derek Derek fucking Derek. I man. think Derek changed his mind hmm. And if Derek can change his mind
4: Anybody can That was a Something big like influence on the Hierophant that moment right there oh, yeah mm big I like that
0: in what way do you want to like expand yeah, on that i mean, one? I'm just, yeah. just this yeah.
4: idea that the power of language that it doesn't have to be mm. this sweeping thing that it can also be a one-on-one that you can you can convince people of things and win them over to beliefs and whatever kind of one person at a time if you need to and that, that might even be more effective
5: mm.
0: I love that. I think that that is a really beautiful like impact on like the outside world affecting an aspect through the hero. I mm-hmm. think that's really lovely mm-hmm. one.
3: I Three. also like the idea that it she also taught us like you you can you can leave it like you can be misunderstood. Mm. Yeah. and like you don't have to prove yourself to everyone. Like, it is okay if people walk away from a conversation and don't understand. So, yeah, that, like, you can convince that one person. But also, and it's like...
2: okay if you walk away from a conversation and don't understand. Yeah, I yeah. Mean... Right, we're kind of starting to get into just like my own personal soapbox. But yeah, I know, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that's the lovely thing about running a, a tabletop RPG podcast is that you can really just start sprinkling in your own it's personal philosophies everyone. and be like, you know, <laughs> just a thought that I had. <laughs> I think it's
2: totally okay to have blue hair, and you know, and and pronouns. And you I agree. know, yeah. I
0: think but for those of you listening at home,
1: James has blue hair. Yes.
0: On the YouTube. <laughs> um, gorgeous. Okay, so I have this, uh, an additional NPC sheet, which I will place over here with Roderick, Doc Barb, who is still an influential member in our life. Um, and we'll determine how old we are in the next step. But but certainly somebody that we have kept in contact with that has um, probably been a source of counsel for us um, as we have, like, negotiated that skill. Cool. Um, but that also means... Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> the Fool, yeah. you become the Throne of Cups. Ha-ha. So I will place your aspect tarot card in the cups position. One moment.
2: Yay.
0: Dink. Okay. Um, and then we'll write your aspect here on the hero sheet under cups. Okay. Um, and then beep, 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 beep. As the Throne of Cups. You receive gifts like the others to shape your aspect in the hero based on the themes of your throne suit. So you may do the following. You may mark a plus one to your cup's suit stat. And you may mark eight bonds, two per aspect, with any NPC you believe is still significant to the hero today. So we have two NPCs on the table. We've got Roderick and we have Duck Barb. Um, these bond markings sort of like... Um, Act as a way for us to understand our attachment to this NPC there are two levels there's standard and then there's beloved um, and the difference between the two seems fairly obvious as um, one is standard and one is beloved um, but uh, we get <laughs> just like a stronger connection um, and and greater boons as we um, like f- nourish our relationships with other people uh, where would you like to place these bonds
3: um, I think. Both Roderick and Doc Barb are still people we have in our lives today, as discussed.
0: Great. Uh, So we have marked our eight bonds with our NPCs who are still significant to us. Um, And they are now both standard attachments because they have more than four bonds. Kosh. And, fool, just like with the previous two thrones, you have two additional options for final customization. Okay. As before you may choose either one of these or skip them both and leave things as they are right now mm-hmm. so your options are you can mark minus one in one of your other suit stats mm-hmm. not cups and in exchange all aspects may start the game with seven powers instead of six
3: Ooh. I'm so or
0: <laughs> you can mark a minus one each in two of your other suit stats that aren't cups yeah. and in exchange add an additional plus one to cups bringing it to plus two
3: i am absolutely gonna do the first one yay, yay. all
2: right
0: oh yeah. um so you just mark a uh, minus one in one of your other suit stats <gasps> and then everyone will update their max psyche um from six to
4: seven that was for one oh, this is uh, update Cups. powers everybody powers, gets yeah. seven
0: oh, powers seven powers yes Ooh, so good. Oh, even better. Which, mark a new, mark a new little gift. Honestly,
3: I had already chosen seven powers, so like this was a really good so thing this... for me.
0: <laughs> planning on cheating. Manifesting. I literally Manifesting. did. Though. We ask for what we want, and we get it. Perfect. Um, I'll give you a little bit of time to look that over. So just flash me a thumbs up when you're ready.
2: Oh God, I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't see you there. Is everyone okay? Oh, hey. <laughs> <geez>. I stopped <laughs> doing a podcast, and I was fully just reading and about the magician. <laughs> My God, James was <laughs> so <laughs> funny.
0: James was like, "All right, you guys got the rest of this." Huh? Yeah, Um, But that is actually good because we are moving back to the aspects. So in addition to the relationships growing between the hero and other people, there are now relationships taking shape between the four of you. Now that you understand the natures and agendas of your fellow aspects, look over your sibling relationship questions and fill in any you know to be true. Fill in the name of the aspect best described by each sentence And note that some of the questions also have an either-or option where you circle one choice. You don't have to complete them all, but try to choose at least three, one for each of your siblings. Um, I'll give you a few moments to do that, and then we'll share them, and then we'll move on to our final step. All right. Let's... um, Let's talk about our relationships with our siblings. Um, uh, we'll do the same order as per usual. Um, so, Emperor, if you want to start us off and tell us um, the ones that you filled out.
1: Um, I must protect the Hierophant. I mm. must keep an eye on the magician as they may prove a threat to my agenda and interests. Hmm. The fool mm. just annoys me. Oh. When the fool is in control, I worry their weakness leaves us open to threat. Out of all of us, the Hierophant is the only one with power to rival my own.
5: Hmm.
1: The fool has power worth cultivating, but doesn't care.
0: Interesting. I love it.
2: That's spicy. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, and I love. I love that this boy emperor is really protective over this swarm oh. of... Firefly Quills. <laughs> I think that's just like so sweet and telling. I forgot he was a boy emperor.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'll never
2: forget. <laughs> uh, that, Bend a fucking me. <laughs> that makes this kind <laughs> of interesting, actually. Um, I manipulate emperor to support my vision and aid me in my ambitions. Mm. Uh, emperor tends to get in the way. <laughs> yeah. The power possessed by Hierophant is to be respected. Uh, when fool is in control, it usually means disaster for my plans. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> when danger pops up, I always trust Hierophant to handle it well. Out of all of us, I wish that Emperor had less time in control. Um, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you monster! I feel, but also I feel the most kinship with the Emperor.
3: Yeah, you hmm. better.
2: Uh, very. Interesting. You better. <laughs> That's lovely.
3: Well, that's very interesting that you all say these things. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. Because <laughs> I love to antagonize the emperor. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I love to get a laugh out of the hierophant. Um, sometimes I just ignore the emperor because they're obnoxious. Um, <laughs> when the magician is in control, it means I am getting what I want. So huh. That's interesting. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um When something interesting happens, time has taught me that the magician is usually going to be chill about it. Mm. Uh, I have to admit, I look up to the Hierophant because she has a focus that I envy.
1: We all just have a crush We're on the hierophant.
3: Literally. I we all just
5: love these
1: bugs.
3: We went, you Everybody's seem like, the most hey, stable.
0: Hey, um, what's up? You going to want to hang out later uh, or whatever in the shared mommy? space? Mommy? I meet you in the row. What?
3: Mommy? Mommy. <laughs> Ow! Sorry. No! Who? Mommy?
4: Fantastic.
0: Mommy, what? Um, and um, our most beloved.
4: All right. The magician isn't perfect, but I enjoy them because they get shit done. When Mm. the emperor is in control, I worry that they will act contrary to my institution. The fool is an instrument of powerful cosmic forces, even if they don't know it. I admire the magician. The fool can be taught, but only through getting on their level or sort of meeting them where they're at. And the emperor only thinks of themselves.
5: Mm. Yeah, well, Uh.
4: yeah
0: fascinating I love this because again like we didn't talk about any of this we just went off instinct and it's yeah. so sibling <laughs> and it makes so much sense and I think that these will be really helpful guideposts as we move through the game itself as you're like interacting with each other just like if you ever like I need a touchstone I think it's a really great part of the character creation to be able to like return and think like what does this relationship do for me um, which I think is really beautiful Great, and now it's time for the final throning question. <clears throat> I wonder who's going to answer um, this It one. is the... I wonder who's gonna go. Uh, it's the Pentacles Throning prompt. A place in the world. Oh, right in the Pentacles. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Stop. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. It's getting, it's, getting it's getting late. It's getting late. Sorry. It's getting late. it's getting late. It's getting late. Okay, okay. You watch the sunset on our windows, YouTube. You know what's going on. Um, okay. <laughs> um. Once again, we will tell a story about the hero's place in the world. There is only one of you left, so, um, Emperor, you will tell the story and become the throne of pentacles. Pentacles is the suit of our usefulness to the world and our place within it, of material possessions, vocation, work ethic, and worth. By now, the hero has to interface with the outside world regularly. This final story is going to be about the place you as the hero find yourself in when our story begins not just geographically but professionally and socially and as an extra benefit of having to go last your story will help us to find the hero's current age and where they find themselves in life today sort of like a culmination of the stories we've told so far you don't have to name them i just want to be clear about that I'm not <laughs> ready i saw the fear in your I'll eyes pull up the Patreon um, list it's very easy no <laughs> for the void yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: we'll have one named like fucking screwdriver <laughs> <laughs> porthole stop
0: Heim <laughs> e barber okay um i'm <laughs> emperor this is the 2 of cups mm. um the 2 of cups uh, for me personally, is really intimate, more so than the lover's card. Um, very much a representation of connection, of romance, of trust, of intimacy. Um, a toast of love is sort of like the image. These these two people coming together, um, uh, embracing one another. Um, the, the, the lion above them indicating strength, the patience it took to get to this moment of culmination. So with this in mind... Um, where is the hero at in life today? How old are we? Where did we end up? And what are we doing? Hell yeah. Okay, cool. So
1: I think kind of a culmination of all the things we were talking about, they find themselves, I think, like, fresh, either, either maybe we can decide this as a team, fresh out of college or, like, just starting grad school or something um Mm. and i think they have found themselves uh kind of at the the center of almost like like a a a think tank sort of situation right they're like Mm. going into they're studying something like poli-sci something like really kind of uh i think that would naturally lead from debate to something like that um you know uh studying just like how to work with other people um world like politics uh maybe even a little sociology, things like that. Um, And they've, like, kind of cultivated a tight group, uh, including Roderick, of, like, people that they can kind of intimately, like, exchange ideas and debate with. And from that, I think, you know, they are, like, working on several, like, papers. You know, they have, like, draft of, like, a book that they're working on. All of this, like, kind of exchange Mm -hmm. of ideas. And I think that has led to, like, a kind of like a, a not like really defined intimacy with Roderick but like definitely their brains ever since that time on the playground just kind of work on the same wavelength like where the hero sort of lacks Roderick has and they mm. kind of fit together in that way
0: I love that Thanks. you never know a chance meeting at the park could turn into an intimate connection with somebody who has the same brain it happens all the as time You. <laughs> Um, it'd be, okay. Yeah, you're right. I guess. <laughs> Look at all the friends that we made. Um, uh, okay. So so sort of going off that, does anyone have any strong ideas about like fresh out of college, starting grad school, like where we are in our education? Are we taking a gap year? Um,
1: yeah. I'm almost like what? imagining like kind of like a off-campus house full of young people that think they're all going to be like president and they're all going
4: to change the world. Yeah. I like yes. the grad yeah. school vibe.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm just winding that down. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, so we live in this house with um other people with Roderick by ourselves.
1: Yeah, it's shitty. I think there's like maybe like five to seven people living there usually at a time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, there's like a lot of like weed and a lot of like long night discussions about like what's happening in Korea. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. God. Long
3: night discussions if Thanks if this back. were
1: taking place in an earlier time period they probably would be like branded communists and they would all be 100% on, like, yeah oh, that's yeah. great
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah really um really um like like oh oh the secret history like you know like that sort of like like dark academia like totally. we're all students and like we all really like get each other and like it's good. we're going to change the world yeah, yeah, um which is good if you are a student and you feel that way i'm glad <laughs> i immediately to... change the world for god's sake <laughs> please change somebody's got to do it glad. okay and i hope that it's you um what are some what are some other thoughts or details um about our uh current position particularly in regards to um where we find ourselves at the sphinx institute what do you think our sort of like role is in this um, future research-a-thon. We don't necessarily have to be a competitor. Um, somebody in our house could be competing and we'd be going along with them. We could be coaching a team. We could be working as like a work-study student at this institute, which you'll learn about in the next episode. Um, but for those of you who are playing with me today, um, who know a little information, where do we think um, our hero falls in this, Cause this um, is like a, realm? Because it's like a hackathon or, yeah, uh, it's like a, it's a it's a big competition that is um, centered around um, codes and cryptograms gotcha. and puzzle solving, basically real nerd shit, um, but real uh, but real juicy stuff.
4: So, Jules, were you saying that we are a grad student, but the other students that are in this house are undergrads that we're sort of like managing or whatever, or are they our peers?
1: I think it's a mixed match. You know, I think like I think most of them are our peers, but, you know. If there's like somebody that's like part of your like study group that needs somewhere to crash, I think they might show up on a couch or something like that. But I think it's mostly our peers.
4: So we could like be one on a team that is going like us and Roderick yeah. and uh, you know, maybe a couple of other folks are going to you know, compete in this in this event.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I really like that. So we've got a team, I'll say a four. That seems appropriate um, with our sort of theme going on here. Um, so, um, Jules, I won't have you name these people. Um, but the but the Fool and the Magician, um, I'll have you each name one of our other teammates. So we've got the Hero, we've got Roderick, and then we've got two
1: Nerds. Name these Nerds. Name
0: Shay. these Nerds. What? Shay. Shay. What are Shay's pronouns? She, her. Shay, she, her. And what's Shay's major? What's her focus?
2: Uh, ooh. Mm, I was just ready for the name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
0: okay. Um, Criminology. We can come back to that if you want. Criminology. Criminology. Uh, that's great. Cool. Yeah. Criminology major. I love Shay. Okay. Um, Fool, one more name.
3: Um. Uh, Let's do. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know why this is so hard for me right now. Um, Eileen. Eileen.
0: Ooh. Eileen. And what are Eileen's pronouns?
4: Um, they them. Love it. Is that Eileen with an E-I or an A-I? Ooh. I think E-I.
0: Love it. And then, um, what is Eileen's major? This is a question that can go to anyone.
3: I feel like linguistics.
0: Yeah. That'd be helpful. Yeah.
1: Gorgina. Okay. And uh, Doc uh,
2: Barb is a judge. (gasps)
0: Yes. (laughs) Doc Barb is a judge. I'm writing that down. (laughs) Doc Barb.
2: It's going to get complicated because we've got, like, you know, personal ties there. I mean...
1: that's probably gonna work against us
2: honestly oh i mean yeah yeah she's gonna expect you know everyone knows Doc barb yeah (laughs) she's a she's a hard ass
3: maybe she like wrote a a letter to like help get us in or something or recommended us to it totally totally um yeah mm -hmm. since we're just you know pot smoking Little <laughs> frat house kids, Nerds. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we would be we would be probably very different than the other like caliber of people who are being yeah. invited there. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. How old are we?
1: What's so like post university in well, post college probably yeah. make you like I'd say like twenty three or. 23 24 does that sound right
4: yeah yeah graduate around 22 22
0: 24 does anyone have a strong inclination towards one or the other
4: i just really like the number 24
0: i was going to say 24
2: just because that's an extra year of of practice too
4: yeah yeah um so
0: we are 24 we are a poli-sci major what are our pronouns
4: I feel like early on in the process, I heard a lot of he, him. Yeah.
0: I yeah. did hear that too. Yeah. Me too. That feels jolly. feels right. Yeah. 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 We'll be a he, him. Sounds fun. Yeah. You said it, James. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. And I was like, yeah, but also, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe we picked those out. Maybe the doctor gave them to us, but that's
2: yeah, a mystery more. for I us. I mean, we could also Ooh. be a he, they.
3: I was gonna say he we they? throw yes. it, we sprinkle in a they every now and again. Great, just yeah. to get the vibe. Yeah, I, I like yeah.
2: that. I like that. Just
3: to, cause, you it's know, a soft and I'm launch. sure. <laughs> <laughs> at the institute,
0: we are for the first time introducing yes. ourselves, saying he they. Oh, no like, time hey. like
1: grad school,
0: right? Yes. <laughs> just try it
1: out.
0: I mean, you might as well just like see, like what you know. Maybe maybe it fits. Maybe it doesn't. Everything's fluid. And now, um, for a very important gift to give to our hero, um, what is our name? There's a lot of pressure on this one. Wait, each of us say a name. I say a letter.
1: So I'm going to say uh, I'm going to start. Uh, 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 F.
2: <laughs> okay. So I was going to say Carlisle, and now I'm thinking Farlisle. 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 Yeah. yeah. No. Um... Or Carlife. Carlife Yeah. carlife
4: Actually, I really like it. Uh, Carlyle. Carlyle is such a nerdy name. I do like Carly. I, I, do I like, like it a lot. I, I like Carlyle. Car-Lyle it also gives us the option. Car for short.
2: Car for short, or Carly, or Carl. Like we get the we get the options uh, to yeah, get yeah. the day yeah. in there if we want. Yeah. Even Lyle, you know, or Lyle. Yeah, Lyle's could, great. Yeah. Yeah, if,
0: yeah, yeah, we, yeah, 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 we, we ask for it, but nobody
2: goes. Nobody says Lyle.
0: Nobody Ooh, does that. Yeah. No. Roderick is like, I'm not doing that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and also when he was growing up, he had to keep saying, like, no, I'm not a vampire. I know it sounds like a vampire name. It's
0: just <laughs> it's not a vampire. I haven't even seen those movies. But we call him Ricky, um, right? And he hates it. Oh yeah. Roderick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. We call him Ricky. Or, 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 Are or, we or, the only what? ones allowed to call I him think Ricky? So. I
2: agree. I only because so. we didn't uh, give up.
3: Yeah. Are we really <laughs> yeah, only, allowed? <laughs> everyone else is Honestly. too scared.
0: Okay. Only okay. one Um, gorgeous. We have a little bit left. Um, so, uh, mostly for our beloved emperor, you are now the throne of Pentacles. Um, so. Mm-hmm. You have been placed in the pentacles position in the hero spread and I will write your aspect on the hero sheet. Um just like the others, the gift of your throne will let you make some final decisions based on your story to shape yourself and the hero. So as the throne of pentacles, you may do the following. Mark plus 1 to your pentacles suit stat. Garch and then you did this um, on instinct, which means that you are the throne of pentacles through and through. Designate the hero's vocation and age at the top of the story oh. and mark them on the hero sheet. Nice. You did it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey. um, pentacles is and not. like the others. The, the vibe
1: of pentacles is, you said, hold on, oh, usefulness yeah. to the world and our place within it, material possessions, vocation, work ethic, and worth. What if it, Can I change my nature? Is that allowed or is it too late for that? Yeah. 'Cause I feel like force isn't giving pentacles. Yeah. Yeah, so I think at one point in our life my aspect was like my nature was uh force. But I think as we've like kind of matured, I'm gonna change to brilliance.
5: Ooh uh, you
1: learned difficult skills to defend yourself when the time comes. Nice. nice. I think that feels a little more pentacle y maybe.
0: hmm Cool. Sorry, you were saying other I... things. <laughs> Love that. No, this is um juicy and important, and I'm glad that we said that. Um, do, 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 do like the others, I will present you now with two additional options for further customizing your aspect and the hero. Your options are you may mark a negative one in one of your other suit stats, not pentacles, and in exchange, add a modifier to your vocation, such as famous, expert, lauded, wealthy, etc. So whenever our vocation bonus is applied, so if we're ever doing a test where being a poli major would help us, we would gain plus two instead of plus one to reflect the connections, resources, expertise, etc. Gotcha. Or you can mark minus one each in two of your other suit stats, not pentacles, and in exchange add an additional plus one to pentacles, bringing it to plus two.
1: And our vocation is poli-sci major, is that?
0: Yes, Um, unless we want to, like, specify a little more, like, I don't know, if we want to do, like, our work-study job, Um, but uh, uh, up to you as the throne of Pentacles. You said
4: this thing earlier about the think tank thing, and I like that, too, this idea that maybe that's sort of on the the track that we're pointed at.
1: Like a young savant or something, or like a...
0: (gasps) Yes, the good doctor. Yeah, like a good doctor, like a real good doctor. um,
1: (laughs) I guess prodigy is kind of a strong word, but we could could go prodigy. Um, Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just like just don't see poli-sci being immediately useful
0: in this <laughs> especially you since never I only know. I, never, I mean I vaguely know what it you is. You never know when you're gonna need a poli sci. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're right, right. You're right. You don't know. Or young but, academic
1: but even or like something like that. Yeah. Um I'll yeah. do I'll do that one when we nail down the vocation. That sounds cool. fine with me. Um, I'm writing down prodigy. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're a prodigy. Okay. I think the, yeah, we I think are. the Emperor Heck would yeah. push for that distinction. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. With brilliance, 100%. I think okay. uh, I will take the minus two cups because that sounds a little sweet, like nurturing and harmony and empathy. Yeah. not something I'm great at. Great. Oh.
0: Okay. We are at the end of our creation. Whoop, whoop. How Woo-hoo. do we feel? I know. what a, We went on a whole trip. We made a person. I and then we made four little voices that live inside that person. Look at this we at
1: all, all We just gave birth. Aww.
3: We just gave birth.
1: <laughs> I need a nap.
0: We're
5: here for the birth of our
1: baby. I was
3: Everyone, be kind to yourself. Take it easy. My body will never be the same.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Um, Wonderful. Well, we have reached the end of today's episode. Um, So I normally would be like, and that's where we'll stop. Um, But we're not in the middle. Are you mocking me? No, I would never. I I think it's a really cool thing that you get to say, and I'm really excited to get to say it, Um, but later, when it's appropriate. Um, That is where we will draw our creation to a close. Mm, That's better. Um, That's better. (laughs) I know. Thank you. Um, (laughs) With all the elegance and grace of our predecessors, um, who kept the seat very warm for us. Thank you. Um, Speaking of our predecessors, Jules... If folks want to find um, information about us, the PHB cast, where can they go? Totally.
1: And of course, my computer j- j- just froze.
0: Oh, um, you can
1: find us. No, please. God, please. <laughs> no. Please,
2: I wrote this all down. Please, I just need to see it.
0: No, please, I swear <laughs> I did my homework. I swear I did it. I beg of you, just let me see the PDF. Uh, seems pretty convenient, <laughs> Jules. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. <laughs> I swear. Crying let me see the PDF I'm sorry. is it's... so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Oh,
1: I'm so close, Dad. I'm so close. Um, you can find us online, like all of your other favorite podcast uh, we're on spotify we're on apple itunes player sound um all, all the good ones all the greatest hits yeah. you can find us there if you want to get in touch with us socially you can Ooh. check us out on our website the where you can drop us a little email a little message you can also find us on maybe twitter perhaps another yes, website at the php cast yes. yeah or x i don't know what they're x, calling it these yeah. days the by the time this premieres known as twitter <laughs> whatever twitter <laughs> might be we are on uh, the php cast on twitter um, on Instagram, we're the pod has been cast, and um, we have a Patreon uh, where you can find us at the pod has been cast as well. Speaking of patrons, I'm going to take a really quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the sound of my feet. Oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> I gotta hurry up and get to the hall. God, it's been so long. It's been so long since we've been the Hall of uh, Welcome. This is my private space, and it's filled with nude statues of all of my favorite Patreon <laughs> subscribers. I'm talking about people. We got new some. We got some newbies. This is the thing. <gasps> B, you don't know this. Ooh. We got a couple new ones, and I gotta, I gotta Whoa. really make them stand out. So the yeah. first one is Ryan Furbach. I really hope I'm saying that right. Ryan has joined us my former roommate my turtle club best friend well i can't say that because there are other people in the turtle club and they'll hate me but my, my <laughs> one of my best friends from the turtle club Nick Narcissi, <laughs> has joined the uh, hall Yay. of patron um it looks like uh kieran uh kieran has joined the hall um no last name like madonna love it kieran welcome nice. to the hall Excellent. um so abraham has joined the mm-hmm. Hall of Patrons. That's four new subscribers. Listen, it's been a long time since we recorded a hey. podcast, okay? So some hey, of you hey, might man. have been here for a while, but now we recognize you, we celebrate you, we love you. <laughs> and you're joining the ranks of folks like Omar A, Emily B, Luca, Eric Payne, Desmond, Universe, Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, The Bad Boy of the Internet, Olives, Todd Alwar, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weisman Holler, Zach Schlei Zachary F. Zimball, Time Turner, Aaron Silic, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah. Sarah Witherington, and Elijah Sloan. I got to scroll up. I got to scroll up on the Hall of Patrons. That's never happened Whoa, before. Sarah go. Harrison, Jerica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S, Rhea Strong, Nick Bromley, and my big brother Juan. We're back, folks.
5: <laughs> We're back, Nice. Baby. Thank baby. you, Patreon. Patreon <laughs> members are
1: getting exclusive access to, to bonus content um, when we can do it. <laughs> listen, it's hard out <laughs> yeah. here. But when, when we... Well, listen. When we do bonus content, okay. that's where it's going to be. So uh, you want to join uh, the pay- Patreon at any uh, level of donation you can. We have multiple tiers uh, to be soft on your wallet, but heavy on your heart. Oh, uh, What? We love Give our Patreon that's, members. Oh, that's We're good. putting that on a shirt. <laughs> and with <laughs> that, I think I'm uh, kicking it over to Nick's to tell us a little bit about where we can find more information on Divination, the system we are playing for this arc.
4: I'm supposed to follow that. (laughs) Go for it. You can find us at divinationrpg.com. That is our website where you can learn more about the game. You can download playable materials. The game is still technically in preview status. We will be crowdfunding later this year, but uh, you can get a fully playable version of the game on our website now. We are on various socials at divinationrpg. I would say Instagram is probably the safest one to follow us, because as Jules pointed mm. out, uh, Twitter X, whatever that hellscape is now, I mean, we technically have one of those. <laughs> we technically have a Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. We yeah. also have <laughs> a rockin' Discord community, which you can get yes. access to through our website. So go there and find out about that if you want to come play Divination with us.
1: Hell yeah. I'm going to, I've taken the mic and I'm not giving it back to B because we're going (gasps) to take a little stroll. I'm sorry, that's not the end of the episode. It's always mine. (laughs) We're strolling down to the end of the lane to a little corner
2: shop that I like to call
1: James's Bodega.
2: Oh, here we are. Hi. (gasps) That's right. How are you doing? James's Bodega. Would you like a sandwich? I just recently learned what a bodega actually is, and it's a New York thing.
3: Um, (laughs) Yes. One of those Uh, New York things.
2: Remind me what we do in My Bodega. What's happening? Uh, this here? is James,
1: this is your podcast within a podcast, so whatever you want to talk about. This is about. your moment. Now, now let me tell oh, you, this recording mind. already quite long, so whatever okay. you're gonna say.
2: I'm not gonna make it I'm not gonna put any thought into it. I am just going to say uh that genuinely if you get the opportunity to check it out, Barbie and Oppenheimer are, Oppenheimer are two very excellent movies. Um they work fairly well as a uh, as a collective outside <laughs> of the bits, outside of the joke. They yeah. are very surprisingly good sister movies, and I hmm. have been forever changed. Uh, yeah, that's all <laughs> I got. It's not a fun bodega this no, time. No, hey, do hey, you wait, want yours gonna... with ham?
1: No, no, it's fine. It's uh, I'm I'm longingly looking across the street to Robert's Corner. No, this is good. <laughs> no, I like the sandwich. Empty... All right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> all right well, with on
0: that note, <laughs> get out of my house. All right. Scram! I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye, bye everyone.